hello there. You are listening to Jelly and Bean, and this is a show where we talk about all manner of geek topics, tech, movies, TV shows, games, more, and it's hosted by none other than Brandon Maines, an unlikely hero from the distant lands of the United States, and myself, Jelly, a.k.a. Daniel Farrelly, an Apple fanboy with a heart of gold. Today is Friday the 25th of October 2013, and this is episode number 48. Hello, Bean. Hello, Jelly. So, I've, I think I have found the ultimate birthday present for you, slash Christmas. I guess Christmas is probably coming up for, before then. It's, it's pretty awesome. Okay, my, my, my interest has peaked. It's a shirt that you wear that has, has muscles built into it. And I'm not like talking like one of those, you know, you know how you sometimes get like some some of the like superhero costumes that you wear like at Halloween or whatever. Right. Uh, at they, Halloween. They have right, yeah. The fake muscles. Yeah. The these are muscles that are designed to not only look real but also feel real. So if somebody comes up and you know, grabs your arm or whatever, they apparently feel as realistic as as a uh, as as a real muscle. Okay. I mean, I don't, I don't understand why you're saying I would need this because, you know, I'm already ripped, but, <laughs> but I mean, I can understand for, for lesser folks. Oh, I see. Know? So it's, it's something that people, people that aren't you should, uh, should be, exactly. should be getting. Maybe I need to get one then. Well, I wasn't going to say anything, but, you know. <laughs> so I can come to the standard that is, that is Bean, yes? That's right. That's exactly right. Good, good, good. So. What news have you got for me this week, Bean? Well, um, you know that show that we both like about the uh, the the, tra- the traveling physician. Traveling physician. Uh, is that anything to do with Doctor Who? Oh, what? How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know the show. Oh, okay. Strangely good. I, just, I just want to make sure we're on the same page. <laughs> good. I think we are. I think we are. <laughs> They uh, they released a trailer for the 50th anniversary episode. Yes, I did see that. Yes, I, I would call it the collage of doctors. It is it is very much a collage, isn't it? Yeah, lo- lots of um, lots of slow mo panning over various doctors and other companions and robot dogs. I, f- I feel like and- there's a little bit of like faked bullet time type action there as yes. well. Yes. I mean, I say faked because obviously, like some of the some of the pictures, like of the early doctors, they they can't be like they. It's not like they look like that anymore. Right. Um, strangely enough, strangely enough, actors do actually age like the rest of us plebs, and uh, and so you know they've 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 done a. They've, I'd I'd say they've done a pretty good job of faking it. Like it looks good. It looks like a really good tra- Like like as far as like the quality of it is is concerned. Uh, it does look very good. I agree, but I think you're missing the point. It's they're not actors, Jelly. They're real. The do- the doctor is real. So <laughs> e- each each, each scene you saw yes, was one of the various incarnations of the doctor traveling to this time. He he did a film shoot and then went back to do you know whatever doctory things he does. Whatever what it, yeah the other things that he was doing. Hmm. Yes, yes. I see. I see where you're coming from, and I agree. Okay, that's good. That's good. But yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't really. Um, but I guess it doesn't really bring anything new to the table. We, we, you know, there, there, there aren't really, there isn't really anything surprising in in the uh, trailer. 
Well, I wouldn't say... Uh, see, I wouldn't use that word, right? Because there is some surprising things in the trailer. Um, but there's nothing that gives us any indication of what the actual special is going to be about. There is a whole bunch of stuff that is hidden in the trailer from, like, old school Doctor Who. And uh, I, I read an article this week, and I'm going to find it right now. I'm going to put it in the show notes that uh, that listed a few of the things that you can find within the within the trailer that are kind of really difficult to see um, because obviously like you see things like you see K9 and you see uh, Sarah Jane Smith and you see some of the earlier incarnations of the Doctor including Eccleston and Tennant I want to point out I felt like the trailer spent a lot of time on Tennant like it, it kind of like you it could spent cl- a lot more time on Tennant than it did on anybody else yeah but maybe that's because maybe that's because they are like because Tennant's actually going to be in the episode because to, by the by the same standard, uh, they spent a lot more time on Matt Smith than they did on anybody else. Well, it's, but see, Matt Smith was at least doing the narration, right? And even then, I feel like his his the physical form of Matt Smith still got less time than David Tennant, and Matt Smith is the current Doctor. Look, that's that's a a fair 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 call. I think. I mean, I'm not I'm not complaining. Because David Tennant, I, I still think David Tennant's better than Matt Smith. Oh, I see. But I just, you know, Eccleston should have got a bit more. That's what I'm really saying. I, d- I don't know that. Uh, I mean, Eccleston was only around for for a season, and also, I mean, he left on pretty bad terms with the with with the uh, with the producers and stuff. So, uh, we're at the time, at least. Uh, I don't know how his how his uh, relationship with. Uh, like the current, you know, the current production team is, uh, is, but yeah, like, look, um, I mean, he was only around for one season. So, I mean, it's understandable that, that he spent, got a lot less focus than some of the, than like either Tennant or Matt Smith or even some of the earlier doctors. Hmm. But there are, there's a whole bunch of stuff added, uh, that, that is, that is hidden away, like not, and not necessarily doctors, but like, uh, little props and stuff from, from various, uh, like older episodes and storylines, like you can see some of the, you can say see the old TARDIS key and stuff like that if you if you look really carefully. Yeah, a whole bunch of Easter eggs. That's the word that I should use. But it's not even Easter. Twenty four things you missed from Doctor Who's fiftieth anniversary trailer. Had a fez in it. Is it is it kind of like a, a Where's Wally thing trying to find the fez? I, well, there's more than just a fez. Like there's other things in there as well. It's just like no, no, no. I, I refuse to believe there's anything <laughs> other than a fez. <laughs> it's just a shot, of one shot of a fez. <laughs> Everything else is in well, your it's, it's imagination. Like, it's, <clears throat> it's subliminal messaging, but it's just fezes. <laughs> uh, fez, the mask of uh, Mandragora, Roboform helmet, uh, fob watch. One of the uh, masks from the clockwork androids, a Yeti sculpture, uh, the cloven hoof pub sign, the polyphase avatron, key to time tracer. There's a whole bunch of different things. Look, uh, and uh, I'll I'll, li- I'll link to this in the in the show notes anyway, so that you so people can actually uh, so check them out. Mm, mm. Are you going? Like, did did you? Uh, are you getting tickets to one of the cinema screenings that are happening around Australia? Uh, oddly enough, I haven't actually talked to Ruby about that yet, so I don't know. I'm going to guess probably not, because they probably sold out. 
Well, then probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's uh, that's for you to, f- to figure out. But uh, the, the, in, here in Canberra, they've got a they've got a screening on the twenty fourth, no twenty fifth. Sorry, because it's the, it's the due to time zones. It's the following day, right? In fact, they've got a few screenings. They've got three screenings, as far as I'm I'm aware, okay. on that day. Four screenings now, apparently. Three of which are sold out, so they're selling out really quickly. And that's at the Dandy here in Canberra. So I don't know where I don't know who who would do it in your area. It may be that um, Dandy might do it in Sydney. Well, I think Dandy exists in Sydney. So if you wanted to go to one, you'd probably have to go all the way to Sydney. It feels like a long drive, but it's for Doctor Who. <laughs> oh, I'll, just, I'll just get in the car right now. <laughs> <laughs> you might be a bit early. Uh, I'm I'm a bit sad because I, I'll I. I'll be honest, I did book, we met my wife and I did book tickets for this, but then it turned out that because of uh, Mobile Couch, which is the other podcast that I do, uh, I will actually not be in town for that. So, <laughs> I'm very sad. Very, very sad. So, you're, you're, you all are going to get to see the doc- Doctor Who, uh, the day of the Doctor before me, because, um, yeah, I'll be, I'll be somewhat otherwise focused on other things and i'm sure since this is the internet you know you'll you'll never be spoiled so it'll be all right i know exactly it'll be it'll i'll have to stay off the internet for like like 48 hours or something yeah. <laughs> it'll be, it's gonna be rough anyway that being said let's move on to uh, uh let's move on to some other topics that make me less sad <laughs> <laughs> so this week apple had the uh it's october event which we talked about last week a little bit uh, they announced a new version of OS ten Mavericks today, and we talked about Mavericks in the last episode, um, so did. I won't go into it a lot. They announced today that it's a free update for every, pretty much everybody, um, which is which is different because usually they like usually people like this is Mavericks is not the equivalent of like a Windows service pack type thing. Right, it's, it's, it's the, Mavericks it's more is of a, the equivalent of a complete new version, right? And it's free. It's not even like, I mean, we're going to talk about uh, Windows eight point one later on. It's not even like that. Like, even though it's like uh, OS ten point nine, ever since the beginning of OS ten, like their releases, their major releases have have been like ten point whatever. Uh, I'm guessing so that they can keep the OS ten moniker. Um, but you know it's it, like it's a it's a big update it's a it's a really big update and it's free which is uh which is insane um and uh if you have a mac and you haven't already updated it it was available like from from day 1 which was wednesday uh which is when i updated i updated it. and it's 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 not too bad i i don't i don't mind it i mean there are a few you know gimmies and stuff like that that i got kind of got to work through but you know that's what you get with any you know brand new software right uh, that being said there is if you want to know a little bit more about mavericks before you install it um there is a really good really in-depth review uh from from a guy named john syracusa um he is a well-known uh guy in the in the apple tech community and every year he writes a review of like every time they release a new version of Mac OS ten, uh, they he writes a new review. And this one's like twenty four thousand words long, like it's a big review. Yeah. And uh you can you can get it you can read it online if you want to. 
it's free to read online. I think he re- he does it for Ars Technica. Yeah, and, and I noticed it's 24 pages long in Ars Technica compared to like their long articles are usually like four. So yeah. it's an endeavor to read. That being said, like if if you really do want to read it in a in a much in a more you know reading friendly version, you can get like ebook versions of it. He sells it. He's selling it for on a couple of different places: iBookstore and the Kindle Store for five bucks, four ninety nine US. Or you can subscribe to Ars Premier, um, which is like five bucks a month, and uh, they they also give it to, will allow you to read it on a single web page or download a ebook version as well. Um, <clears throat> but it's it's yeah it, like it it's a, it's an excellent review and you should you should if you uh if you're a bit concerned about what uh what's in Mavericks and what you know what's changed and all that sort of stuff uh then maybe maybe go and have a read of that before you uh before you make the make the jump. So 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 far, what's the uh does what's the Jelly Seal rating? For for Mavericks, look, I don't know that I can give it a jelly like a jelly rating at this stage because it's only really early days. Look, it's uh, it, there. There is a few differences. There is a few. There is a few things that have really kind of made me go, yes, yes, this is excellent. I I'm so glad that I've got this now. Um, just stuff like uh, stuff like like the multi multi monitor support in it is far better than I than we've had in like many of like most of the previous versions of uh of OS 10 and, um which allows you to like you you can have I've got I use multi, two different screens um on my computer I've got the laptop itself and then I've got a, a I've got a um thunderbolt screen that you plug in there and uh I can have multiple spaces so spaces are like virtual desktops Right. I can have multiple spaces on each screen and I can navigate through them individually. So I can have like two or three spaces on my laptop and two or three spaces on my, on my, uh, my large screen, my, my, uh, Thunderbolt display. And I can, okay. like, if I swipe through them, I can swipe through them individually. Um, which is, which is awesome. Uh, okay. So. But yeah, Ma- Mavericks. Look, Mavericks is it so far for me is good. I I wouldn't. I don't want to give it a rating mostly because uh, uh, it's it's difficult for me to say, and especially because my my laptop itself is is a few years old at this stage. Um, it is running pretty well, uh, but I don't. I wouldn't say that it's running um, like crazy better than than um, than Mountain Lion was. So. Uh, it's like the the updates for me are mostly for you know feature set as opposed to how 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 well it runs right um but i'm i'm kind of hoping that i'll be able to get a new macbook pro uh fairly soon especially because the next thing that they announced at the apple event was that were the new macbook pros um which have been which have gotten a, a bit of a spec bump um Including the CPU, which has been updated to an Intel Haswell chip, which is which is excellent. Like it's currently the 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 best CPU probably on the market. Um, makes a huge difference. Um, and uh, so they announced two new uh, Retina MacBook Pros um, today. They announced a 13 inch one and a 15 inch one, which is basically the sizes that they do these days. And right. uh, so the 13 inch starts at like 15.99. 
not like not fifteen dollars ninety nine, like <laughs> one thousand five hundred ninety nine. I'm I'm glad you cleared that up. <laughs> I think I think it was important because fifteen ninety nine does sound like fifteen dollars ninety nine. Uh, the fifteen inch starts at uh twenty four hundred ninety nine. Um. And so you know, it's it's. Uh, I mean, they're they're roughly equivalent to the previous prices. They are available as of this week. They were available on immediately after the uh, after the announcement. And although I did drop into a an Apple store, and they were still they still had the older ones, but they do look really good. And uh, especially to somebody whose laptop is like three years old and is right now struggling to run Skype. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's sad. Um the other the other uh the other computer that they announced today is the Mac Pro. The Dalek box. Well it's it's people some people call it the trash can or the garbage can. Garbage bin. I don't know. It looks like it looks like kinda like a garbage bin. And it's about it's about like it's really small too. Like it's it's not very big. Right. Uh but it's it's immensely powerful. Like the, some of the stuff that they were talking about uh, during during the keynote uh, suggests, like that it's got a huge amount of power compared to even like the old Mac Pro, which was pretty good. Right. Um, but it comes with like two two discrete uh, GPUs uh, built into the device as standard, okay. um, and you can like there's crazy amounts of um, stuff that you can you can customize to it. Um, and it's got a whole bunch of IO in, uh, in uh, on the back of it and stuff like that, so you can expand it uh, as required. They start uh, look, and I'll be honest, the price, the pricing for for this thing is uh, it somewhat suggests how powerful it is because they start at three thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars <laughs> for the lowest model of this particular computer, yeah. Um, which suggests to me that you'll probably end up spending like maybe up to six, possibly eight to get like the, to fully spec it out. Uh, that is yet to be seen though, because you can't actually go online and buy it yet. It's not going to be available until December. December. Well, uh, I think your, your homework jelly is as the, the second you can order it, you should go there and just see how expensive you can make it and then report back. I think I will do that. Okay, I will. Although we won't, we will be uh, we'll be on hiatus when when the uh, the new Mac Pro comes out. So maybe it'll have to be a thing that we talk about next year, or we could just be uh, socially social media active and not not right. actual recording. That's true. Active. We could do that. Ah, see, Bean always the thinker, always the thinker. Yep. Mm. Um, they also announced. Updates to iLife and iWork. Now you may not know what these are. iLife is their—it's not really productivity. Like it's a—it's their kind of media-centric uh, suite of apps. So it includes okay. GarageBand, uh, it includes iPhoto, and it includes um, oh, iMovie. Uh, okay. GarageBand is basically a music recording app. It's uh, it's really good software, um, considering that it is now free, apparently. Uh, 
it allows you to record like multi-track stuff um, with, uh, so you can record various bands. Uh, and it's got this new feature, which has got is, is apparently called Drummer, where it has like a an AI drummer, <laughs> uh, or several AI drummers actually that will drum along with the track that you have recorded uh, intelligently, and it will figure out where where you want to go with it. Okay, and you can kind of change that. So instead of having to like you know actually do the drumming uh, with keys or whatever, um, or by sitting in loops, what you do, what you do is you uh, you you set like you start it off, and then you can adjust like how enthusiastic you want him to drum, like how much energy you want, and then you might tell him to do like do more fills or whatever, and they'll and the, and this thing will drum like that. Um, and then there's various okay. different drummers like. Uh, drummers in air quotes because there are there are several different essentially AIs that are built off um, like real life drummers uh, which which you know all they all have different kind of techniques and styles I guess uh, and so you can there's a bunch of them that come in the app to, or straight up and then there's there's new uh, there's ones that you can buy as an in-app purchase um, okay so that's interesting I've, iPhoto is like yeah, it's it's really cool. I think it's re- I think it's a really cool feature, and it's certainly something that I'm keen to try out. Won't you Won't you spend ten thousand for a for a trash can? No, I'll be I'll be getting I'll be honest. I'll be getting the MacBook Pro at this stage. I don't think I can a afford a Mac Pro, um, considering that its lowest spec option is uh, is not. I mean, it's not as it's not higher than the the option that I'm considering get getting as a MacBook Pro. But it's pretty close to, and uh, I think my Mac Pro, my MacBook Pro, would will offer the still offer the uh, the benefit of uh, being able to pick it up and take it anywhere, which is always a benefit, right? So I can come and use your NBN. That's that's really what I want. <laughs> well, that's why we're friends, right? Yeah, I'm, I I only love you for your NBN. I hope you know this. <laughs> yeah, that, well, I mean that's that's what that's what my wife told me when we got married. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, there's nothing else about you that anybody could love except your NBN, and possibly the well, fact that you're so that and, and then my my muscles, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so the, the you know, iLife also has iPhoto, which is like a photo management app, which has got a whole bunch of upgrades as well, updates as well. Um, it also has. Uh, iMovie, which is like their their um, low budget movie editing, like video editing software, which is pretty good. Uh, iWork, which is their productivity suite, and it's the equivalent of Office, has um, has Pages, which is like Word, has uh, Keynote, which is like PowerPoint, and has Numbers, which is like um, which is like Excel. And uh, so they've all been given updates um, to make them work with you know work. New features work better with uh, Mavericks and stuff like that, uh, and for you know iOS as well because there's iOS versions of all of those apps as well. Um, they also have new versions of iWork for iCloud, which is like an online. It's an online thing, so you can go into iCloud, the I- online iCloud um, interface, and you can actually uh, use these app on the web apps on the web. Um, and uh, it has collaboration mode now, so you can collaborate with uh, with. So if you have, if you want to work on a, on a document with somebody else at exactly the same time, you will be able to go online and see all of their updates 
happen as they are doing them. Which is essentially the best possible situation. All right. Um, and it's all free, apparently. I, I say apparently because I have gone onto the App Store and I have seen prices on these things still. And I don't know whether that's a, that's a case of, okay, my App Store hasn't updated pr- properly yet. Because uh, I was having some problems with my App Store earlier today. Um, but apparently they're all free. Free across the board, both on iOS and OS X, uh, and free for anybody who has has obviously got iOS or OS X. All right. Well, uh, I, I would say this is then this would be the homework for our listeners is to let you know if it's free for them at this point. Well, I'll probably about, I'll probably be able to go in and uh, and find out later on anyway. So I think it'll be fine. We'll figure it out. No, no, no. Our, our listeners are bored. They they want they want something to do, and so I'm saying I'm giving them I'm giving them a way of interacting with us i see i see good good plan beam i like your plan thank you let's just pretend that that was always the plan uh so that's that's most of the software stuff that they announced today then there's the important announcement i guess well i guess the other announcements are kind of important as well but these ones are the ones that we were kind of expecting right uh they announced two new ipads today uh which we kind of expected and um well we did expect uh, so they've announced the new large iPad, uh, which is the 10 inch model. Uh, it has a new name. It is called the, it is called iPad Air. I have no idea why they called it Air. Well, I Is do- it because you're supposed to breathe it? No. <laughs> it is because it is for the same reason that they have the MacBook Air, uh, which is because it's so thin and light. Um, they made apparently they made a huge deal about making it lots a lot thinner this time around, and so it has. Uh, they've they've lost a lot of weight on it. Uh, it has a forty three percent thinner bezel, so the bezel is the bit around the around the edges, right? Um, which on the old old large iPad is probably like it, it's it's. It's a pretty significant, like, significant bezel. It's, you know, it's on the sides, it's probably, like, maybe a little under two centimeters, and on the top, it's probably around two centimeters, uh, top and bottom, that is. Right. So, it's, you know, it's a significant bezel, but the bezel on the new ones is more like the iPad mini, which is much, much thinner on the sides and is a little thinner on the tops and top and bottom as well. Um, so, there's, they've lost, like, 40, 43% of that. So, it's nearly half, like, the bezel around the edges is nearly half the size. Uh, it's also 20% thinner, like it's, you know, the actual device itself. Um, so they've gone down to 7.5 millimeters and, uh, it weighs a whole lot less as well. Um, the, the announcement that they did was in pounds because America and you crazy Americans and you, and you imperial system. (laughs) So the the announcement that the, the they they announced that the old one was one point four pounds, uh, and the new one is one pound, like straight up one pound. Uh, I didn't convert one point four pounds because it's not really important. But the new one is four hundred and fifty three grams. It's less than half a kilogram, which is pretty impressive. I, I in my in my opinion, yeah, that, that's definitely a, a lightweight item. I'm interested now in seeing what the what the weight of the current iPad mini is because that like because the old iPad feels a lot heavier than the iPad mini in comparison because the old iPad is like twice the like twice the weight, right? 
So, the question is- Right. How much does the iPad mini weigh, which I'm not sure off the top of my head? Well- Wikipedia says it's 308 grams. So, the, the, the iPad mini is still, which is kind of to be expected, but it is not that much lighter. Like, I mean, it's it's a pretty significant, like, it's a, it's a pretty uh, significant drop in, in the weight, um, which is which is what they've been, tr- what they were trying to do in the, f- in the first place, right? Um, which is great because you know the iPad the, that was probably the biggest problem with the big the larger iPad was how heavy it actually was, and w- nobody actually noticed until until they had you know they mm. had an iPad Mini, and then all of a sudden it was like oh my gosh the iPad Mini is so light and it's so like it's it doesn't feel like f- holding up the holding up the regular iPad in comparison. Which is what I'm rack doing right now. Like the i the regular size iPad, the full size iPad, <laughs> ten inch one, uh, does feel significantly heavier. Like it, I, I almost don't want to continue holding it. I'm going to put it down now because it's too heavy. <laughs> having a having a drop in the weight and the and to a certain extent the size uh, of the uh, of the iPad Air. Um. Is is pretty good. Like that's a really good a really good update. Uh, it also has the A7 chip, which is this, the chip the same chip that we we see in the uh, in the new iPhone, um, the iPhone 5s. It's 64 bit, which is which is uh, in also in line with the new iPhone. Uh, and you can still, if you if you really want to get an older iPad because you don't want to spend as much money, you can get the older the iPad 2, uh, which they're still having on sale. Which isn't really an announcement. It's more of like, okay, this is still available. Um, so the pricing, for pricing wise, the Wi-Fi version, so just Wi-Fi starts from five ninety eight Australian, and the four G cellular one starts at seven forty nine Australian, okay, now, and that, will be available on the first of November. Is that the same price as it was before, or is it more? Is I it less? Have to be honest, I don't know. I didn't actually. I hadn't looked it up. Okay, does it? F- it does, does it roughly feel, right feel for, the same for you, Jelly. Um, I wouldn't. I don't think it's a. It's if if it's a drop, it's not a significant drop, and if it's a rise in price, it's not a significant one. It feels about the same. Okay. The iPad. The iPad Mini is is a much lower update, in my opinion. Um, it like it hasn't had any sort of changes to the size of it, but that's probably because it is rather thin and light, really, as as it as it exists now. So if there's a if there's a size change, they didn't announce it, and so therefore it's not uh, not significant either. Right. Uh, it does have a Retina display, which is something that I thought it didn't have. I was th- I was thinking that they probably weren't going to update it with a Retina display, but they did. Uh, they're also putting an A7 chip in this one as well, um, which uh, sixty, which is means it's sixty four bit as well, uh, and it's a huge upgrade from the old one because the old the uh, the iPad Mini was running, um, was running the A5 chip, which is like two generations ago. Okay, so it's it's a significant upgrade, like it's a significant jump, which which stands to say that it is like. Either the iPad Air or the iPad Mini is probably a significant upgrade if you, even if you have like last generation one, because it is such a big, such a big jump in both in in both of them really. Um, 
the Wi-Fi iPad is starts at four seventy nine, and the four G iPad Mini starts at six twenty nine um, on this on the Australian Apple Store, and they're not gonna, they're not going to be available until later in November, according to the Apple website. Uh, so I guess you'll have to stay tuned for that. I am. I'm going to stay tuned because I'm considering get. I'm considering updating my app, my iPad Mini. I'll be honest. It does. It. I. I, I am kind of keen to get a, a Retina one. Well, yeah. I mean, I. I think you got to remember. You got to get have your priorities here first. Is because you want the new laptop. Yeah, I really do want the new laptop. The new laptop is super important because. Uh, yeah, like I said, struggling to run Skype. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's fortunate because you have uh, you have both kidneys, right? Yeah. So, look. At the end of the day, if I need to sell a kidney, well, you, you can you can afford both. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't there wasn't there some dude who who sold his kidneys for for was it an iPad or an iPhone? I don't remember, but I remember there being an article. Yeah, you know that that even if that didn't happen, that that sounds like something that should have happened. No, I'm fairly certain that it happened. I remember reading articles about it. Chinese teen sells kidney to buy iPhone iPad from 2012. So this was in China. Yeah, some dude, some some kid, 17-year-old guy, uh he sold his kidneys, kidney, one kid sing, singular kidney. Yeah, s- selling both is is a is, <laughs> Yeah, that's a bad decision. <laughs> s- selling both isn't a long-term solution. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't yeah. So he sold a kidney uh, for enough money. Hang on, I'm looking for it. I'm looking for the details in this in this article. Right. So okay. So there was so the the there was a uh um a case like a court case uh, regarding this. Um, and so there was a whole bunch of people uh, that were involved in that, including like the doctor and the surgeon and people who looked for you know people who needed the. Uh, like people who needed the uh, organs and stuff, but yeah, there was. Uh, I mean, the, the very very fact that he sold his kid actually sold his kidney to uh, to buy an iPhone uh, and an iPad is uh, pretty funny and kind of and kind of sad sad at the same time. Yeah. Also, sorry. While you were talking, I found another article that says he actually only got about thirty seven hundred Australian dollars. Right. So like like the kidney was sold for you know like was, 30 it was something sold, thousand but, yeah it, it but was he, sold for 35,000 but he only got like 10% of that. Yeah. Yeah. Funny funny stuff. Seems like a lot of effort. Yeah, it it's, <laughs> it does seem like a lot of effort. It's like okay, you you couldn't you couldn't like I don't know. I don't I I don't know what his situation was before this happened, so I don't really know uh I don't really know if it was even if it was even possible for him to afford a new iPad slash iPhone uh, beforehand. So I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't judge him. But you know, wow, he sold a kidney. <laughs> <laughs> like that's 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 the epitome of desperate. <laughs> I, I I have to be honest. Oh, you know what they should do? Apple should um, start like a, a, a an organ like trading program. <laughs> So you, you don't have, you don't you don't have to go to some like disreputable third party. You just go to the Apple store and you be like, I like that new, uh, you know, the new iPad. Uh, I have a ki- I have this one kidney. It's 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 you know it's in it's in uh near mint condition. And how would you like to pay for that, sir? Cash card or, or organ transplant? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and then they take you out the back, and the, you 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 got to line up to uh, to have your organs removed. Oh, and and you should and they they'll give you like a um they'll give you, give you like one of those um like customer appreciate loyalty cards for for every <laughs> organ you give in. Once you give in ten, you get like fifty percent off your next item. Nice. Yes. <laughs> sounds sounds uh sounds awesome. Although, is there? Do you even have ten organs that you can that you can have transplanted into other people? Like you can have your kidney, like you can have a kidney transplanted. That's the beauty of it, Jelly. Is that is that no one will ever be able to take advantage of of that of the deal. <laughs> see, see, they, they've I, this has been thought through. You know, it's going to happen. <laughs> I see. I see. I see. Uh, I see where this is coming from. Uh, but you know, speaking of people that are the epitome of desperate. How about that Windows 8.1? <laughs> oh, jelly. Well, I, I guess since, since you've talked about Apple, I guess it's only fair that I talk about uh, Windows 8.1 or, or formerly known as <laughs> you Windows You are the Microsoft Blue. guy in this, uh, in this relationship. I just want to point out that, you know, <laughs> you have a lot to live up to given that I have, like, we've had an announcement of several products uh, all of which, let's be honest, are t- pretty top notch. So Windows eight point one has uh, big shoes to fill in this uh, in this episode. Well, you know, I can tell you right now that the thing about Windows eight point one is that it doesn't cost three thousand dollars. So you know, checkmark Windows. <laughs> yeah, well, you won't have to sell a kidney for it, but then I mean, you, like- you, could, you could if you wanted to, but there's not much point. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but also, like, uh, let's be honest, um, nobody is going to ever, nobody will ever sell a kidney to buy a Microsoft product. <laughs> I'm just going to come out and say that. You, you know, uh, I, I think you're forgetting that Xbox is a Microsoft product. I still haven't seen anybody sell a kidney for an Xbox, let's be honest. Hey, well, if you, if you read the news this week, there was actually quite a disturbing story about what people are willing to do about when it comes to Xbox things, and it involves... A man having his area bitten to the point of surgery. What over over, an, over Xbox things that I, it, it's a very disturbing read. And yes, I did read it, and that's why <laughs> I feel like I have to and share you, the pain. <laughs> and are you going to put this uh, this article in the show notes? That's what I've got to ask. I I, I can for for those of you willing to uh, take the risk of reading that. <laughs> I think. I think it's important that you do that. But let's talk to talk about slightly less uh, painful uh, subjects. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Right. So Windows eight point one released this week. I think the seventeenth is when it released. So maybe maybe right after we maybe right after we recorded last week. I don't remember. So, somewhere somewhere in between last episode and this episode. Okay. Um, and uh, it is a it is a if you already have Windows eight, it's a free upgrade. Uh, it, it is a couple of gigs, so it will take some time depending on your internet connection. <laughs> Not mine, of course, because I'm on the NBN. <laughs> oh, damn you! I do want to point out that it is only free for Windows eight users. So if you uh, if you held off on Windows eight and you stuck with like Windows seven or with with Vista, why why would you stick with Vista? Um, Although yeah. Vista Windows 8. Uh, anyway. 
so if, if you stuck with any of the previous versions of the operating system, God forbid you're still on Windows XP, um, then you do have to pay for it, and it starts at like $149, and that's American, so I don't know what it is here in Australia. Yeah, yeah, 100, 150 US for the standard version of of 8.1, and that, that obviously that's it's not like you get just you you don't have to buy eight and then buy eight point one. You just you just buy eight point one and you're already there. Right. But let's um, let's just point out. Let me just point out that the that and and this is where I'm going to rub it in your face. OS ten Mavericks that was announced today is free, not just for people who are running Mountain Lion, not just for people who are running Lion, but you can get it for lap like for basically any computer that will support it. Uh that and regardless of what op- version of the operating system that you're running, free. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but I, I think I think we would both be saying that it'd be kind of silly for Microsoft to do that, considering that most of their, a lot of their business is the business market. And right. you know, if you if you could get them to pay, you would. <laughs> well, let's let's see how long this this uh, model lasts for them. Yeah, because I, I feel like they'll try to keep up with Apple in this regard, and they'll at least drop their price uh, a little bit in the future. Well, you know, you know what I think it is, is as, as much as it's called eight point one, it's not really any different than like with seven or XP when you had like service packs, because that's essentially what it is. Yeah, see, that's like, the, I that's mean, the it, idea it's, that I get. it's got some bigger overhauls, but it, but it's still it, it is still essentially a service pack. So you're, you're still it's still Windows eight. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's the that's the feeling that I get from it. I'll be honest. Um, it's like it's it's more of a service pack than it is a uh, than it is a complete update like like uh, like Mavericks is. Um, but that being that being said, like Mavericks doesn't really like they don't really Apple doesn't really do service pack type things. You get the big updates and then you get kind of minor bug fixes and stuff during like through like in the meantime. Um, but all the like all new features and stuff like that are all kept for, for the larger updates, really. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, obviously, uh, like Macs have gone through quite a few OS versions in the time that, you know, Windows has had like four. Yeah, yeah. But it's because they, they, you know, they do the service pack thing. And I mean, and and the other thing about the pricing, right, is that is that they're not focused on their software business, right? They don't want, as far as they're concerned, like if they make no money from their software, then that's perfectly okay, um, because like they're, they're a hardware company, they're they're there to sell the hardware. They just so happen to have right. a model where software and hardware is produced in order to work together in kind of in harmony and in like to get the best possible performance out of both of them. Right. Um, so they can, but they can afford to make their software free for all everybody who's using it because uh, the only way that you can use it without going down the route of um, of you know hackintosh and stuff like that, which I'll be honest, I've I've tried and is. Uh, Probably not something that you know so, something that a regular person can, unless you go down that that route. Like you, you're going to be using a Mac in the first place, and so you know you're already sinking like you're already sinking a bunch of money into uh, into the actual device itself, and so that's how they you know that's how that's where where you're spe- you're paying for the operating system. On in Microsoft's case, they don't necessarily make the hardware that that it's running on, except for maybe the Surface. Uh, and that's pretty much the only place that, and no one's bought that. So yeah, nobody nobody owns a service. 
or nobody. Like, you see them on TV a lot now. Have you noticed that? Like a lot of TV shows have surfaces. Uh, it's in elementary. I saw. I've seen a couple of other shows that like whip them out, and they'll show you like they'll do something on them. Like they'll search for something using Bing or something. It's like no, that's that doesn't work. What are you talking about? Nobody actually do, does that. I, I noticed the same thing when with like TV shows when they pull their phones. I'm like, hey, well, like I remember going, oh, that was a Windows phone, you know? <laughs> yeah. But uh, look, the the end it, result it, it's, is it's, that- our, it's our it's our generation's version of the uh, the close up on the car grill as it drives by, and you'd be like, oh, it's a Ford. Oh yeah, you, know? you used to get that on Leverage was re- was really particularly known for that, right? The, the TV show Leverage. Um, they used they used to have. Uh, vehicle sponsors and so they would do things like you'd get like the car would kind of pull up but it would pull up in just such a way that the close-up like the the camera would end up in a close-up of on on the like the front grill so you would see the name of the car like the the brand of the car or you would do something like you would they would go they would uh input in like directions into the in car like the built-in gps or they would do like a pan down to the on the on the uh, steering wheel, and so you would have like the giant logo in the middle of the steering wheel as they're doing steering and stuff. Right. <laughs> they were re- they were pretty bad at doing that. Although the worst the worst car, uh, like the worst um, product placement car thing that I've ever seen was on Warehouse Thirteen, and it was a scene where Claudia, like the little the 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 geek girl character in in Warehouse Thirteen, um. Who she 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 spends like an entire scene yammering on about all the features in in a Prius. Oh my god, it has the power window, <laughs> just stuff like that. Like it was it was ridiculously bad. That that has to be number one product placement thing ever. Wait wait, you're you're saying you don't do that every time you get into a Prius? I've never gotten in a Prius and probably never will. <laughs> but I think if you did, you'd you'd behave like that. <laughs> yeah, probably. Maybe. I doubt it, but yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, there's no extreme changes with this. It's not like you're going to get there. It's not going to be a totally different experience if you're already using Windows 8. And and I think I'm going to point out as well, my recommendation if you are on XP or 7 is that, you know, and if you either A, have the money to upgrade or B, have it, can upgrade for, for free to do so. Because even if you don't, even if you hate the whole tile experience, you can still pretty much ignore it if you really, if you really want to. And you can um, ignore like it you, more. You can in choose this. not to use it for anything. Yeah, you can ignore it more in this version than you could in in like in Windows eight, like the eight eight version, um, because it boots right, like you can boot right to the desktop now, right? Exactly. So that's one of the features they've added. Is it's so because by by default in Windows eight. Whenever the computer starts up, you go to the start screen, which is the the Metro style application, you know, tiles. Um, and you had to click a button to go back to the desktop. So they, they've kind of said, all right, we understand people might not want that. So that now there's one of those, you know, right click on the taskbar, go to properties, yada, yada. And you can say boot directly to the desktop, which is, is useful, especially for me, because my laptop is, is, a, is a work laptop. So I'm not I'm generally not running right. Metro applications while at work. That- that sound that would sound that sounds like it would be really annoying. What to have to switch back every time? No, no, no. To have like to have Metro apps at work, like they don't. And it, it seems like, especially in the work that you do, right? Because you you do development work. I would think that Metro apps would are not particularly uh, con- conducive to to that sort of uh, activity. 
No, that's true. And especially because my laptop is a, a giant laptop. It's a beast of laptop. It's like 17.3 inches. I'm not using it like a tablet or care, you know, like it, it sits on desks. That's what it does. Mm. So the full screen tablet type apps don't really work well on it, but my boss just bought one of those, um, the, the Dell XPS 12, the ones with like the, the flip screens. Yep. So it's a small laptop that can become a tablet. And for him, it's a lot more useful because he can be, you know, he can actually use it like a tablet when he's not working or even when he is working or at any point of the, at any point he has left about whatever he wants, but like he has, he has options because his laptop is touchscreen and that kind of stuff. So again, for, for people, I guess with normal laptops, the, the whole Metro interface can be ignored and you can, you can, you know, get away with it without too many worries. Um, so one of the things that they've done that I, I really enjoy is that it, it used to be the start screen. You had a, a, a choice of, you know, maybe like 20 different backgrounds and that was it. Mm. So there was, there was no, you know, oh, I want to use this specific background as the start screen. And and this sounds like a silly complaint, but it's one of the things if you has, a, if you have a desktop background, you know, wallpaper, right. And you press a button, you don't want to go to like, if it looks nothing like your actual screen, it's a lot more jarring of an uh, experience wise. Okay. Um, so it, it it makes it feel like even more so that the desktop and the metro style are two different two different worlds. But if they're the same thing, it means I can be I can be looking at you know whatever my background is, which is an image of a character from a video game. And then as soon as I hit the the Windows key, it'll bring up the tiles, but it'll just over overlay right. it over that same image. Yeah, okay. Which makes it feel a bit more like you know this isn't two disparate systems that they've just kind of stuck together you know kind of force them together it actually it feels a bit more um a bit more uh fluid bet- between the changes which, which again it's one of those things it, it sounds minor but i, I think if, if someone were to use it they would they would yeah, see yeah. what i mean um no i completely understand what you mean yeah so, th- so to me i think that's a big thing uh one of the other uh things they've done again a lot of it with with things like service packs and this a lot of it is kind of behind the scenes type fixes um so like there, there's better support for for mul- uh, multiple monitors and you know different differing resolutions and um you know that kind of stuff Think, things that again probably your normal user isn't really going to see but you know if you are the type of person who sits with multiple monitors out you know it, it was a bit annoying to have it, it kind of it, it didn't display as well as it should have. Yeah, sure. Uh, one of the other things they've done is, um, so with Windows 8, y- you can have your Metro apps and you can also, I don't, I, you know, it's funny, I've, I've ne- I never tried an 8, so I don't know if it was possible, but I, I know I've at least done an 8.1 is that the desktop can be run like a Metro app. So with, with the Metro apps, you can, uh, you can split your screen between them. Mm-hmm. So y- before it used to be, I think like, I think it was like 30%. You could have one at like 30% and then the other app would take up the rest of the screen. Uh, so you could have like Skype in one section. And then, you know, if you had the Twitter app open, it would be on the other side. So, you know, you know, it was a, again, it was a way of multitasking. Um, so one of the things they've added for 8.1 is the ability to have uh, up to four apps at once on your screen. Right. So you can just kind of move things around and instead of, instead of having sizes locked in place. So, you know, it's always a third. It, it's now it can be 25%. It can be, you know, 29 and a half percent, you know, wherever you need to you know, drag these, the separator. Wherever you want to drag it to. Yeah. Yeah. Which again, 
it's minor, but it's, it's things that it, it really should have had before. Um, yeah. Okay. Because it, it makes it a lot more usable. Yeah, sure. Uh, and, and again, a lot more usable, especially when you're not on a tablet. Like I, I think you could say having forced s- split areas when you're, when you're in like a tablet environment it is, you, you know, it might be something you're more used to because you go, okay, you know, there's only so much you can do, but uh, w- when it's something like a desktop, you, you want to be able to go to no you know, I, I need, I need those, those web pages open while I, you know, have this, this program open because I'm typing code from over there. You know, you, like you need, you need to be able to move things around for, for productivity reasons. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And like, uh, like they're trying, they're trying the best to make the, the Metro modern interface, whatever you want to call it, the tiles interface, um, a lot more useful for people to like for productivity purposes, because let, let's be honest, you're going, if you're running, uh, running a software like this um you know if even even a tablet like you're using it for some sort of productivity purpose even if it's you know even if it comes down to okay i'm going to be doing it using you know apps for like creating music or something like that um you know it, it's it still comes down to you know being being able to be as productive as possible um which uh, which you know it, it seems like windows 8 was uh, like it was a huge up, update to like the interface, but it wasn't necessarily uh, there was not, not necessarily a lot of this kind of additional thought which has been put into eight point one. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the other things they've added is is built in support for SkyDrive, uh, which is essentially Microsoft's version of Dropbox. I, I guess that's good. I, I've never used SkyDrive. Um, and I'm probably going to figure out ways to disable to disable it just because it's it's, a, it's an annoying addition to my Explorer windows. But but you know again, if it's probably more important if you're in in a business environment that uses SkyDrive all the time to have that kind of linked in with everything else. Yeah, sure. Um, and I get one of the more publicized changes in 8.1, but one I think isn't really useful is they they brought back the start button. Right. However. The start button doesn't do anything other than bring you back to the tile interface. So essentially, the the start button is the same as pressing the Windows key on your keyboard. (laughs) So I I think it's there as more of a um, a bit of familiarity to people just moving on to to the the eight style of Windows from from like XP or seven. Right, and it was one of those things that was uh highly criticized in uh about you know previous versions of of uh of of the of windows 8 right the previous the not previous versions previous the previous version of windows 8 was that you know you you couldn't use the start button uh and so this is one of those situations where microsoft has actually listened to people and uh you know they've decided that it's um They've decided to you know make it make it available again. Yeah, but but again, some of the things it really did, like it. I, I think I said this when, when Windows Eight first came out, and when I first started to use it, is that the the tile mode is essentially your start menu from Windows Seven or XP. Yeah, you know you, you have your you can have your list of pinned apps like you could or pinned app programs, and then from here you can search and and do whatever it is um, you want. So I guess technically that start button does 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 do the same thing it did before, but it, 
con- considering how easy it is to already get to this screen, it feels like what should have happened is that start button should have been in Windows 8 and they could have removed it in 8.1 saying it's not really needed anymore. Right. You know, like just, just long enough for people to go, okay, this is, you know, to kind of slowly, you know, flow into the next bit of the system. Right. And then I guess the last, well, I, I guess I don't know if it's the last big thing, last thing that I, that I've, I guess noticed as I've gone through it is that, so on, before on the, um, tile interface, well, you know, it's actually called the start screen, but I feel like that's really confusing because if I, if I keep saying the start screen, no one's going to know that I'm, the start is with a capital S because I'm talking about this. You know, it's, it's not, they don't realize I'm talking about proper noun version of the start screen. They could just go, yeah, the screen you're starting right, with. Right, right. Look, yeah, yeah. So really. that was, that was dumb. Yep. Um, yeah. So the, the last thing is the, uh, you can now change the sizes of the tiles, which is again really, really useful because you, so, so, okay. I'll, I'll use my, my tile screen for an example. I have all the applications I use for work. In, in a, you know, set of columns, but some of them I don't really use that often. Like, you know, I have Visual Studio 2012, but then I also have 2010 installed right. because sometimes we need, you know, they're older programs that, you know, we can't upgrade yet. So, you know, I want, I want to have quick access, access to that, but I don't necessarily want it taking, right. you know, the same, having the same weight as all the programs I use all the time. So it's nice to be able to shrink it down to essentially one fourth of the size, still keep it there, you know, in a easily sure. accessed place. But without it, without it, like blocking my view of the more important things. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I, I think overall, if you're on eight, there's no, there's no reason not to go to eight point one. You know, it's 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 right, you know, it's, I mean, it's free. Let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. It's it's easy to do if if you're again if you're on eight, you can just go to the Windows Store and download it straight from there. Um, and yeah, like overall, it's an improvement. And it, it, this is really, this is what Windows 8 should have been from the get-go. Right. And I think that's pretty much all we can say about Windows 8. Look, it's more than I could have ever said about Windows 8. Yeah. But more importantly, I think it's all we can say about anything today. We have run out of time. So, so if you guys would like to read any of the articles that we've talked about today, you can do that. Uh, all you need to do is go online and uh, just go to jellyandbean.co forward slash... 48 and then there's links to articles and videos and all manner of things there's so many things this week there's a there's there's quite a few things um now if you would like to uh get in touch with us you can send us an email we have a website you go to jellyandbean.co forward slash contact uh, and you can use that to tell me whether or not uh, all the iLife and iWork apps have been updated for free uh, for you, or you can use it to tell me that Apple stuff is not as good as Microsoft stuff, although I know you're lying, and so do you, so just, you know, maybe maybe think twice about that before you before you that <laughs> one. Uh, if you'd like to talk about talk to us individually, you can do that as well. Uh, Bean is on Twitter as Brandroid Attack, B-R-A-N-D-R-O-I-D-A-T-T-A-C-K. And I am at Jelly Bean Soup on Twitter. Uh, and so, look, guys, we uh, it's been another great, great episode. Uh, we look forward to talking to you again next week. Next week. We will see you then. Bye.